Wow. I'll never drink another beer. Beer here. I'll take ten. Alrighty, next beer is the Spilled Ice Cream Paint Job by Jay Wakefield Brewing Company, which is a Rainbow Sherbert Sour. Ooh, everyone's favorite. This one has <laughs> raspberry, lemon, lime, and orange. Uh, on the nose, raspberry and citrus is is definitely there because this is, see, this is what I hate. We just went from like subtle beers to now like in your face, like, oh my God, it tastes like raspberry, lemon, lime, sherbet because there's raspberry, lemons, and lime and probably... Sherbert. <laughs> yeah, it would uh, it would not surprise me if Sherbert was actually added. They did not talk about it on the can. This is also a collaboration with Urban South Brewery. Uh, any, just so you know. All right, I'm usually a fan of labels that are kind of cool like that. But any any can that you put like dripping colors on it, like I automatically don't take seriously. <laughs> pretty much. Also, it's got this gross yellow on it that. It looks I like don't piss. know. It, it looks like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a confused beer. It is. It is a confused beer. I, I like ugh. stuff like this. I like it. Not gonna lie to you, but I'm not hey, gonna lie and say I don't. I, you what? Nah. You don't like it? I don't know. It's uh, it t- tastes what it tastes yeah. like. What it says. Does it know? taste like rainbow sherbet? Yeah. Once it, it all melts exactly and like blends that. together and. <laughs> That's true. Once you've fallen asleep drunk at your house at 2 a.m. in the morning and you left the thing out, and then you go back in the morning to. You drink it in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, it does taste like the soup. I mean, you can kind of decipher some of the specific flavors, but like overall, it's just like. Raspberry citrus. Yeah, yeah. It all kind of melts together. I hate that, like, I, I. I think the flavors are enjoyable, but it's it's when we get back to the why does this need to even be a beer? Like, why can't you just have raspberry, lemon, lime, sherbet? Because now you get to get drunk, drink a beer, and I'd rather take a shot of vodka (laughs) 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 and and a scoop of that sherbet and go to bed. (laughs) But That's how I feel about, like, the juicy IPAs, too. I'm like, just drink a fucking screwdriver you know? yeah, <laughs> really yeah. Yeah. if you want something sweet just take some vodka and put orange juice in it yeah it's sweet as shit it's and it delicious does it is delicious highly recommend well i agree with that i mean i think well like over the past few years i have come to crave that ip like that very not over hopped but you know regular hopped ipa or a double ipa yeah like the stuff I, you guys have i mean there, there's a flavor in those beers that I do very much enjoy. Not all the time, but I very it's, much it's enjoy It's certainly those. a great thing to have as a treat, and I think all of us, when we did the Cold Harbor episode, and, like, Jeremy, do earmuffs if you'd like, but we all fucking loved Ravenna. Yeah, Ravenna. Oh, my God. That, yeah. Like, yeah. we thought it was an exquisite beer. Like, I think, I know for me, I said it was one of the best IPAs I've had in, like, a year, maybe two. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. like, that wasn't just us bullshitting because we really like Jeremy, who's here with us. Hi, Jeremy. But <laughs> it's actually because we all felt like we loved that beer. And, like, I loved that as a treat. Yeah. But even that, that wasn't. But that was much more. Enough. That was much yeah. more drinkable. It was much more enjoyable than like I think even what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't put I it had, in that. Category. I had an over the top like what someone would call like a juice bomb recently, and it like 
I it, it was one of the first times in a while where I woke up like feeling some problems in my stomach and esophagus, and I was like, I have Miller Lights all the time, no problem. You know, I have other beers, specifically like some of those Keller series, right? I can have some of those from Jacks and be okay. But this one time from this one New England brewery that we've talked about a lot from one beer, I felt like just sick. So I don't know what it is about that that makes me sick. Jeremy, your beers don't make me sick. So it didn't didn't do that. It wasn't from you, no. This was from another brewery who gets a lot of credit. Yeah. So. That's the other thing. I don't feel I'll like... I'll call him out. Treehouse made me sick one night. Thanks a lot, guys. Curiosity 103. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, actually, you know what? This is this is one of those things that we... Uh, I was trying to keep it kosher. We've said a lot of nice things about Treehouse. That's true. Uh, they can eat my ass. But, like... Do you think it's lactose? Could be lactose. They don't mark on their cans that they put it in there. They, they don't... On all of them. Yeah, a lot of people will add it to... So beers. you don't have to talk about it if you put it in? I don't know. I mean, he should be, but... Wait, they add lactose <laughs> and they don't say it? <laughs> yeah, that will, this is all conjecture here. <laughs> so keep your lawyers away. It's this just will be us talking about rumors. <laughs> My favorite part is when we say, this will be edited out, and then when I'm driving the car listening to this live, and it's not yeah, I don't catch everything, yo. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, some episodes are three hours. <laughs> oh, no. I, Justin's I just going to sit good, there with a kill honestly, switch. Uh, hour, one hour, 43 minutes to kill, you know? <laughs> there's only been one time uh, what, that I got your actually, dog eating the bunnies? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> no. I actually, every time I say we'll edit it out, I actually want it in. I okay. just find that funny. Like, yeah. halfway through an episode where we're like, we'll edit this out. And yeah. Don't like, give away the secret. We didn't do it. <laughs> um, we're just breaking down the fourth wall here. Yeah. <laughs> See how we do work. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know my filter is melting right now. Dude, right. fuck yeah. The more this like, samples beer. we have. So yeah, it, it's, it's melting because this weird melted concoction of bullshit that you're drinking. Yeah, delicious bullshit. The, uh, I, I love you. Is, I love yeah, you. Uh, it's getting less good. What is it called? Spilled ice cream. Spilled ice cream paint job. Yeah, work on but your name. But it's sherbet. Going back, <laughs> going back on like sherbet the question, like why are people making these crazy things? And even like what I said, I, like as a joke about like why don't you just drink a screwdriver? Yeah. I think it's almost like this like uh, entertainment. It's this almost like appreciate, almost like an alchemy thing. Like it's like an wow, homage. we took these ingredients and made it into like this and it somehow became like juice it somehow became sherbet using these ingredients it's almost like uh like yeah it's like those, here's our challenge yeah it's almost like uh, what are we wow, gonna try i can't to believe do? i can't believe this is a beer that made this flavor like yeah, can you believe that jay wakefield could actually make a beer that tasted like sherbet it's magic you know <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out later that they took like I don't know, like one it's ton just, of sherbet. The whole in there. time, it's actually yeah, just sherbet. It's like yeah. oh. with like some raspberry puree for color. <laughs> they, they took the sherbet, melted it, and added vodka. That's that's all they did. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah like, sherbet flavored vodka with yeah. color added. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're adding colors to stuff, that's where it's like, just stop. Yeah, yeah. please. Like, just, if you made the beer naturally, don't add color to it. If you made the beer unnaturally, don't still don't add color to it. <laughs> yeah. What are, you, I, what are you doing? I did think of something once that I thought would be really cool. You know, people do like black and tans, and yeah, like because of the nitro and stuff, it sits on the top. I was thinking, like, if you did, like, I know people have made like Neapolitan, like, 
flavored beers, but if you figure out a way to do like a, you know, like a, a vanilla pale ale, a chocolate stout nitro, and then like a strawberry yes. goza or something, Ooh. then the high salinity would create another stratified layer. And you can pour that in three pours and have it be the like vanilla, the chocolate, and then the strawberry on the top, like in being three different layers. And Dude, if I, you can make that happen, like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, people, some, like, people will like fly here. They'll be like, <laughs> yeah. I heard about this on Facebook. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to have to. <laughs> I wish we could have put that in your face when you said that. <laughs> can you believe this? Look at the picture. Three colors, three beers. I'm going to cold harbor this That's minute. the best Nicolas Cage like voice like ever. <laughs> 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 Nicholas Cage is in the tap room drinking it. <laughs> I'm Ghost Rider. I told you my filter's gone. I need to. <laughs> I need to I'm up. turning invisible. I'm turning into a vampire. He's, he's like, did I just find the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> or am I just happy to drink this beer? <laughs> he's just licking his lips at you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nicholas Cage. Actually, I think we should edit that out because that's a million dollar idea. <laughs> hey, there's no such thing as bad publicity, you know? That's right. Yeah, he's the master of that. No, I, I mean, but even that idea I like better because it's like, I mean, with all beer, hopefully the product is better than the sum of its parts. But with that, it's like you're paying attention to each style that you're, you know, you're making one style here, one style there, one style there. And they should all be good on their own. Yeah, yeah. But if they were good together. Yeah, that would like, be that would, that's another part. If like each one could stand up on its own too, yeah. it's like, pff, yeah, might as well, you know. And yeah. I would respect that a, a hell of a lot more than something like this, where it's just like, and and not not to say that I don't respect this. I like this beer. I know, I know you guys. This is delicious. Yeah, I think it's good. It's, I mean, it tastes good. It's it, it tastes. I'm not gonna good. sit here and it's, say it tastes like shit. Yeah, no, it it tastes good. It's that's just wrong. the like. I, know what you mean. I think this is my sweet. first beer from these guys I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Okay. This is the type of thing that they do that they're very known for. They they like they make man titty stouts like you read about, you know? Alright. Milk boys are their thing. Yeah. Do you know I've read this article recently that hops actually have a uh, have phytoestrogen in it. Okay. So uh Good. So I mean like, you'd have to consume a lot of it so, for it to So we should be saying Man Titty IPA. Yeah, so yeah, the, the, the hops are adding to the Man Titties as well, you know? Well, it's good that it's come well, full circle to, to this, you know? Like, I consume my uh, triple IPAs to help with hop. my breast growth, and then I drink my uh, my uh, Milk Boy Stouts to also improve my cup size. So I'm just working on it constantly, <laughs> you know? The tulip size. <laughs> I'm working on my vase wear for my, my chest wear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, plan, I plan on drinking until I start producing milk. <laughs> just eventually lactose just like seeps out. Oh, God. Oh, sorry, we're taking People it People start taking pictures of their breast milk in a vase, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, Send your pictures to canningrunpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Let's not put others down for living that unpasteurized raw milk, breast milk lifestyle, okay? I've, I've, uh, there's actually a whole episode on this Netflix show about this guy who drinks breast milk because oh, he's God. trying to bulk up. It's like, dude, <laughs> what? have you exhausted all your other options yet? <laughs> How did he get to that? 
because he was like, oh, I heard, I heard like breast milk, like I heard human milk is like the best thing, so I was like, I gotta get it. it was oh my pretty God. much that. The guy's kind of an idiot. <laughs> I wonder how I wonder how one like goes about like finding that. Oh, there's a whole market, dude. There is a black market for titty milk. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Millions of babies are suffering because these muscle <laughs> men are trying to get ri- trying to get swole on breast milk. He has like eight of his own milkmaids. He's just like, yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's like I take this from the babies. They ain't growing, but I am. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Screw my kid. I want to look tough. I want to look swole. I want all the I want all the breast milk. <laughs> well, I'm glad it got here. Yeah. Uh, this beer is fine. I don't hate it. It is as advertised. Uh, does it need to exist? I don't know. It, it tastes good. I don't respect it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. You know, Tom. it's that's like very it's just like fine. I, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed that you made a beer taste like stra- uh, raspberry and citrus. Because you took a weak beer and added raspberry and citrus. So, great job. <laughs> you did what you said you were going to do. Yeah. Yeah, there was no uh, missed advertising. Well, I respect, I respect the straightforwardness of it. That's fair. At I'm least glad they that did, Jay like... Wakefield doesn't like the taste of beer, so he has to hide the flavor of beer behind uh, Do you know what would be really this. interesting under that guy's, Tom, is like seeing him try to like just brew a, a, a true-to-style like Pilsner... Oh, I'm sure. And see how it would be. I'm sure so many people couldn't do that. I, when, I, when I worked at Trillium, I, I remember talking to the head brewer at the time, and he, one of the things that he didn't like was New England IPAs. He, he claimed were easy to brew. Once you know how to brew it, you're you're done. You know, you, you know how to do it, and there's no, there's not as much skill compared to a lot of the the lager styles. Jeremy, I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, I'm just the middleman, so. Uh, I hope that it's no offense to you in any way at all, but uh, oh, yeah, it makes I, I sense. It makes sense because everyone's everyone seems to be able to make a, a drinkable New England style IPA nowadays, and I think it's really hard to find the ones that stand out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like there's, there's definitely people who still make a bad New England IPA, and that's oh, yeah. scary. Yeah, like, that's scary to me when you're hiding behind all that shit. Right. Um, but I agree with you, Justin. For the most part, people do a, a decent, okay job. So some I, people do a great job. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I mean, hey, here. like we've said. Like someone I'm looking at here. Ravenna. Right <laughs> One of the best we've had in in, in Not just quite Ravenna, Juice Freak. Yeah. Sista, uh, recently. Sista, Sista. You guys are making me like turn into one of those like kids from the Gusher commercials. <laughs> We're just like, it's just like swallowing up like We're a We're just fruit. trying to be honest, man. You know, like <laughs> if you made a shitty beer, we, we wouldn't say it on the pod, but we'd let you know. So um, you but it's just not, I don't know if it's in you because you care. If but, you exploded, someone else would be like, we're going to take the goo from Jeremy, and we're going to put it into a stout. We'll call it Jeremy Stout. <laughs> uh, but and that's what I kind of mean when it's just like so much of what these high breweries are doing aren't, uh, there's not as much, it's not as much beer skill, like traditional beer skills. Right. It's a newer beer skill, and I'm not going to be a purist that says I hate all things new because I love New England IPAs. If you do them right, yeah. if you're a dick about it, then I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> so. hey, yeah, making like a clean like Pilsner beer, that's like to make something taste like I that's how I always feel like making like a simple beer is so hard compared to like 
these punch you in the face flavored beers, you know, because you're not hiding behind. If anything. you can make something subtle taste good, you know, and it's funny. I was thinking like in like terms of like people that are adding all these crazy things to a beer and they're like, we started off with one barrel of our Pilsner and we added 30 barrels of <laughs> German <Wow>. Pilsner. This is our, this is what we got. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good point though. I mean, like, like a, a Pilsner or a, like a, is it Kolsch, what, what, is it Kolsch a lager? Or? It's a, it's an ale. It's, an ale, yeah. it's like a, you know, it's like well, the closest, it's like the threshold of the like, the lager ale lager ale, line, yeah. you know, you okay. know, you want to condition it for a while and stuff too. And it's, same hops usually same grain like similar grains uh so but but like you said those those um more subtle flavored beers that are it's you're getting most of the flavor from like the grain and like the malt and, the yeast and yeah and like, like doing it right though right but you there's not there's nothing to hide behind no. actually the biggest thing too on a beer like that is your water it's 90 percent of the the beer so that's like a huge thing like if you have like Such a good going point. back to like your source of like town water if you have really bad like water that you're working with and you don't have like special filtration for it that's going to show and like especially if the lower you get in like abv or something like you're going to taste that water almost more than anything it's uh shows itself you know so yeah well it exposes it exposes you if you don't like kind of get on top of that yeah definitely yeah, it's a wicked good point. <clears throat> what we've learned today is that like water is like <laughs> a wicked yeah. pivotal and important. Hey man, part. it's everything. Man. I know it's it's like important to life, but it's also like extremely important to beer. Yep. Um, do we want to do a palate cleanser before sure. the last beer? Yeah, I think it's relevant to the beer we just drank. I think a it really bit, is so. um, because we've kind of like had a bit of. Well, some of us have been a little bit skeptical of the last beer, which was a sherbet sour. Um, but I want to kind of go back to a topic that we've addressed in the past, which is kind of accountability and what that means and what, you know, people owe to breweries and what breweries owe to them. Um, recently on Worst Beer Blog, there was, uh, two days ago, there was uh, a post that he made, uh, or she, I don't know who runs the account. I assume it's a man, but that's wrong of me to do. Um, he just posted a picture from Craft Beer Shipper, uh, which said, if you haven't heard yet this can likes to go boom and then they uh they said well that was exciting and then they tagged 450 north brewing uh and their slushy black widow beer um and then that's that is what it is right a lot of places right now unfortunately are putting out product that explodes on you um whether it's in a shipper like you're sending it to someone or if it's just in your cellar or your car um, but what makes this a big head scratcher for me is that 450 North actually replied to this and said, hey, if you open over a pitcher and catch all of the brew, it will settle and you can enjoy a full pour. So... Such an extreme process. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I don't like to drop thoughts. F-bombs on the podcast, but fuck off. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Dude, I, I couldn't agree more with you. First like, you catch it in a giant bowl. <laughs> and then you pour it into a pitcher, and then you <laughs> and then you take that pitcher and you put it into a glass, and then eventually and then, into your basement. Yeah, and then you put it in <laughs> Jesus Christ! But like, is that the extreme you should be going into for a beer? That's, that's insulting. That goes that's, out I, from that's the brewery. So insulting to be like, oh yeah, we brewed this beer, but make sure you hold 
a bowl or a pitcher under it and catch all the foam and exploding beer so you can get the full beer. Are you kidding me? This is the height of like someone who has no self-awareness oh or, or has yeah. full self-awareness and just doesn't give a fuck because they already got your money. I, where they are start they? selling brewery pitchers out of the tap. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, your, your can catcher. Get your new 450 North Brewing can catcher. Yeah, get the new umbrella. It's a. Hardly <laughs> would want to get that from can, us creating rain. Shake it so, and, and then like record a video trying to open it over a pitcher and just you know just to shake it to get the exaggerated effect of it. It seems exploding. like you don't even need to because it's so explosive. This they is start. why this is why bottles are beautiful right here. The this is what I, what I always go back to is like, if you got some shit that can still keep fermenting, get a cage cork on that, put it in a bottle. Thank it's you. It's not for a can, especially because even if it doesn't blow up, it's going to look like a freaking, a giant like, like Advil tablet or something by the end. Like the can's going to puff out, or, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> but this is happening like in people's refrigerators. Even like refrigerated. Yeah, even with refrigeration. You know what they that's should do? Absurd. They that's should, absurd to me. Like I understand the temperature aspect because of those sugars. Yeah, it's and like the at expansion, that right the environment for fermentation. For yeah, but like, what the fuck? They, they should start marketing their cans as infinity cans, like infinity pools, <laughs> where it just keeps fall, it just keeps falling over the top, <laughs> over and over yeah. and over until oh you run out of beer. Not really infinite. That's that's disappointing. Yeah, I think I, it's insulting. We're- I'm disappointed because like, and we've heard from other brewers who feel that like, well, not in person, but we've heard from other brewers through like social media that like, if you're going to put out a product, it needs to be shelf stable. If you're putting out a product, you need to make sure that like, it's not going to explode. So whether that's putting it in a bottle and putting that that, that cage over your cork, if you know there's going to be a secondary firm. That's one way to make sure that it's safe. Um, or just don't put out the product, have it tap room only. Yeah. Yeah. But this has been a routine thing specifically for 450 North. This isn't the first rodeo. But I guess what for me, what disappoints me is that they've just kind of accepted it and aren't willing to change their practices to make sure that they're holding themselves accountable to their folks that are buying their beer. And I just think that's a, that's a breakdown. They're blaming of the responsibility. consumer. They're they're putting yeah they they don't want to be responsible. They're putting the responsibility on the consumer to go. Hey, we what warned if, you. Also, who you know does everybody just have a pitcher lying around? Not everybody just. Has I don't a have a pitcher. pitcher in my I don't house. have a pitcher. Yeah, I don't. Why would anyone have a pitcher in their house? Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> you know how how many how many times are you going to be like hey you know I want to uh, I want to pour six cans into this big thing <laughs> and then pour those cans. Out into my friends. Yeah, I know. Here, <laughs> you're enjoy like, your pour. You're playing a game of mousetrap to get your beer into a glass. Uh, please hold for a train break. Sexual pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I totally agree. I, I don't know. We could go on and on about this. Uh, for those who want to know more specifically about our thoughts in regards to this type of issue cans exploding uh please go and listen to our accountability episode um where we really dive into it i feel like this is becoming more and more of a trend and maybe we need to revisit this i don't know what angle we'll take but it's frustrating me as a consumer because i want more from just the beer culture i think uh i think covid might be playing an impact i think more people have to can more stuff now and things that might have just been draft on tap and they don't they can't have their tap rooms open got to move the product and it's not an excuse it's not an excuse but i think that might be why it's it's taking off as much as it is right now they're kind of rushing into it too without like you know 
almost like the lack of time to figure it out you know it's just like we got to get this in cans or we're kind of screwed right now you know yeah like, exactly <clears throat> it's, it's a tough time for everyone but hey you know you're only hurting yourself also if you're if you have exploding cans because i don't know there's plenty of people that would go back because then there's the novelty of an exploding can because beer nerds suck but like i wouldn't go back that's just me yeah and and that is the thing like now it's kind of become like almost like a meme yeah like within certain aspects of your culture where they're like gotta get your gotta get your uh you know bombs bombs away (laughs) i want to divert this a little too i i remember uh Connor that used to work here in the tap room, we were joking around once, like with the IPAs, how you have to drink them within 90 days usually and stuff. <laughs> and we wanted to make a beer called Time Bomb, where <laughs> on the can it says, if you don't drink this within 90 days, the can's gonna explode. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a good, it's a good. It's a great marketing ploy <laughs> to get people to drink that beer. They know, you know, it's not what we're lying to. We're telling, we're telling them what's going to happen, you know? People people think it's a joke, and then on the back of the can, it's like, no, dude, this is legit. You this is dangerous. <laughs> oh, my. There's, like, an obituary for, like, a 23-year-old, like, douchebag who's, like, he wanted to drink a I beer. I feel bad for his family, but... It, I warned him. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like that guy we're ex- expressing just drove by yeah. in that wicked loud car. Oh. He wasn't driving the train. <laughs> he might be. Uh, last beer? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. I'm going to run into the bathroom real quick. I'm going to poop my pants. Okay. Last beers. So this Ooh. was actually very exciting. We're yeah. doing a side-by-side of the Devil's Purse Handline Kolsch and Cold Harbor Brewing's Last Light Kolsch. So we are doing a Kolsch side-by-side to end today's share. We're doing a Kolsch off! (laughs) (laughs) Brother! I don't think I've had uh, the Cold Harbor Kolsch. I'm pretty excited. I've heard great things. Oh, man. Here we go. Did you bring that to that table? I came here exclusively and got it uh, a few weeks ago, and it was delightful i polished a full 32 i'm gonna start with that which is kind of that's easy. nothing for our coach i know i will I say though do a 64 then get back to me okay okay devil's <laughs> purse is like one of my favorites the their coach is so good is that an inspiration for the cold harbor version or just kind of uh, just, just the love of coach in gotcha. general yeah if it, with it still i started good. with the uh Coach on the left, which is Devil's Purse. Mm, I started so with no. the Cold Harbor one, and then I just took a sip of the uh, Devil's Purse. And I'm not being not being biased here. I do prefer your Coach to Devil's Purse. It's a little bit lighter, a little bit more floral. I feel like floral's the wrong. So it's funny for the so for the. Devil's Purse, I get that similar candy type of thing. Yeah. And I feel like The Last Light is a little more on the hoppier side. It's got a little bit more of the hop flavor to it than the malt flavor. I feel like the the Devil's Purse kind of showcases the malt and yeast a little bit more, the fruitiness, where The Last Light's definitely a little bit more hoppy. Yeah. I I feel like... I feel like the Cold Harbor has more body, like a full flavor body than the Kolsch from Devil's Purse. 
Jeremy, we need to get you a, a, a better jacket next time. Yeah, we, need <laughs> get, yeah. we need to get this guy a goddamn blanket. I need to gain some weight, man. I'm a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a skeleton. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> uh, I prefer the last light. I mean, for, I, for I think those exact reasons that you just said about how um, Devil's Purse highlights the malt, um, where last light highlights the, the yeast and, and hop. And I think, you know, similar to that, that sweetness of the malt that you get on these, these style, which, which I do enjoy, but, um, I feel like you have a better mix of that, or at least a mix more towards my preference on, on, on last yeah. light. So They're both like, delicious. I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of, of beers that the main flavor is coming from the malt, like, unless it's like a, like a stout or something like that. And that's that's why I prefer the Cold Harbor Kolsch for sure. I'm not gonna lie, I prefer the Devil's Purse. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you want a Kolsch, it's you know technically more quote unquote true to style than the uh, the Devil's Purse. I'm also just because like because it's like limited. You uh, just don't want to pat yourself. Yeah, on no, the back. I'm just like <laughs> I drink this. I drink Last Light like every day. That's the one I'll like go to because it's yeah. like lighter. So I'm like, ooh, now, <laughs> what something I prefer, different. What tastes better, what has more balance, is your beer. Well, I appreciate it, you guys. Yeah, uh, they're, they're both excellent beers. Like, if you're looking for a Kolsch and you see Devil's Purse, I would still pick it up for sure. Again, I'm becoming one of those uh, gushers, uh, you know. <laughs> wait, gushers beer? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I believe that's, that's got to be. sure had to have been it. like twice at least. <laughs> Before, before today, the last episode that we had recorded was a Warhead Sour beer. Damn, disgusting! You only need to add one. <laughs> it was, it was a real atrocious day. It wasn't actually, it, it wasn't beer. What it was we the learned. most negative we have ever been. Yeah, we try to find the positives in everything that we do, and there was, there was nothing to glean. But just raw anger and like bullshit. Yeah. Feel like dumb and dumber. <laughs> just running in place. No, these are, these are both two really great examples. Um, yeah, I love Kolsch. I love this type of beer, and I think you've like given me a love of Kolsch with your Kolsch. Yeah, for sure. It, it that, that's a style that I would know nothing about, and probably would never pick anything up in the store if I hadn't had it here first. I feel like some of your earlier batches may have been kind of more closer to this. The Devil's Purse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just with like crispness, you know. It's crazy right now. I'm like, it's verified. It's like, wow, we made a Kolsch. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, you sure it did. is a Kolsch, I guess. You know. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a Kolsch. Sliding a, glass. Another. That's another good thing about coming to Cold Harbor. So like, good. you can get your, uh, you know, some stronger double IPAs. Uh, you guys usually have like like a dark, a, a dark beer, whether it's like a. Uh, mustache or did, weren't you guys making marley bone for a while or is that done so it's kind of sad this is going to be like probably the first year that we don't make marley bone because with the colder weather people aren't going to be able to drink outside anymore and it's going to slow down pint sales so we're going to have to transition back into canning Yeah, and we're not really going to be able to can that one up we're going to be focusing more on the the bigger beers everyone wants right now so marley bone hopefully next year comes back yeah i wish we could make it and throw it in barrels or something that'd be sick Please i've always that. wanted to put that in like an Please apple brandy that. barrel or something oh. Oh. apple brandy <laughs> barrells are my yeah that's get my that prairie made the apple brandy stout 
uh, like their big bomb of stout oh, or whatever. It was in apple brandy barrels. It was unbelievable. And Oxbow, they're one of the the first Infinite Darkness I ever tried from them was in uh, 2013, I think, and they aged that in apple brandy, and it was oh, it was so good. Apple brandy barrels are good. They do some good things to beer. It's my favorite barrel type for sure. It adds so much, so much character. Not just the barrel, but and then the the, the spirit from the brandy and the the like. You get a weird crispness from the apple. Uh, I don't know. It's like the apple brandy. I don't know. I you, I agree. I want to add that it's kind of funny that an apple brandy stout is probably the opposite of a coal shit. Yeah. But somehow we got there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. What a rabbit hole we just... <laughs> How did we even get there? Shit. That, <laughs> Marley bone. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> do you know if... Um, like, you probably do know because... I know you guys have bought one... You've bought... What a burp! What did you guys age the uh, thought and memory? Uh, it was just five-year whiskey barrels. Okay, because why does everyone age shit in bourbon barrels? Is it just cheaper? Is it just does it lend itself to to? It more is. Styles? It's easier to get. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Accessibility, <laughs> availability. Uh, actually, yeah, because brandy barrels are harder, pretty uh, expensive, and yeah, yeah they. As soon as like, cause there's like, just like hops and everything. There's like brokers that will buy barrels and then sell them. If you're trying to buy some, like for us, we bought two of them where most people are like, yeah, like give me like 300 of them, you know, yeah. like, um, but the wine barrels and the apple brandy just disappear. So no shit. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. There's less people brewing Yeah. those types of spirits. Yeah. Just makes you think that there's like more bourbon in the world than anything else. Yeah, know? there's a shit ton of bourbon, especially well, especially in this country because bourbons. Yeah, yeah, it's, especially because we use comes the, from America. We use Jim Beam, so like there's a lot of those, you know. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, of the distribution market, it's gigantic. It's crazy too, like when you look at like uh, bourbon, because isn't it like how they stack the barrels in the facilities? the barrels on the top are going to get hotter and then the barrels at the bottom are going to be cleaner so it's almost like the brand of whiskey is the blend of the barrels it could be all the same source but they brand it differently depending on how they blend the stack of barrels i could be completely wow. wrong i thought it makes a lot of sense i believe it I, I, uh, it makes I, sense to I, me it does yeah. rise i was talking to a guy from like george dickel whiskey or whatever great name but but i think it was him that was explaining that process once and i was like all right yeah i understand that's so cool. the whole blended bourbon thing now more a little better like take a little of the top a little of the bottom and you get a little happy medium you know yeah i love it but yeah, Cole's clean, <laughs> no bourbon. Yeah, zero bourbon, uh, zero bourbon character, zero bourbon burn. Uh, just a really like clean and refreshing, delightful brew. And well, a reason I I Ready? never I never really got to finish this point, but like uh, and it's uh, just I like that you can come to Cold Harbor and you can get a real light beer like this that you could drink all day and spend like a solid three to four hours here and still be reasonably okay. Or you could come get a small growler fill of like an IPA or a double IPA and that you're set for the night pretty much yeah. like there's yeah 
lot I of love, options. Yeah. I love your, your how many different styles you guys have on the tap board at any given time. I think that's like what makes you very special in this region because I feel like people really kind of harp on, you know, uh, New England IPAs. Like yeah. they try to sell those like crazy, but you guys always have like a lineup with like maybe uh, you know Trules Golden. Uh, hollow leg, which is an English. I love that. Uh, Mild, yeah. English ale, Thanks, man. right? And then, then you have Juice Freak and Ravenna, and, and all of your really sister, uh, Sista. Yeah, yeah. Your delicious lineup of like Nipas. Uh, is is I Sis- love that. Is Sista Sister Summer, or are you guys still making Sister Summer? Uh, it it's like the replacement, replacement. of Sister Summer. Okay. It's okay. No, it's it's tweaked to hell. It's uh, totally different now. Like. It's based off of like original elements. I think the I kept the the grain, the base malts and stuff the same, but you know everything else is kind of it's definitely changed. It's, it's new. It's, I mean, I I liked it a lot. I mean, I, honestly, between the last ba- the, between the last batches of IPAs that you guys have done, they've all they've all been awesome. Like, there's nothing been too over the top or too dank or whatever like I remember when you guys first released Willow Tree mm-hmm. and it was like a filtered double IPA I'm pretty sure it was never hazy I don't think right nope do what I loved about Willow Tree what? is the name yeah. Willow and Will Tree. his name is Will Oliveira Will O so like we always joked around about that though I would like want to bring that back cause like dude please yeah, do please yeah right do. like do you revise remember, it do you remember earlier this year when we drank yeah, you had the, like one like that was aged for like three years three or, or something. Four year yeah. old willow, willow tree. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, and then we had Piccadilly it, Circus, like five year old Piccadilly Circus. Do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> it was in Mon Petit Shoe. Yeah, the, that's that what old saison. Mon Petit yeah, Shoe. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, nostalgia. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> and and like, do you remember how like the the saison like held up really well? Yeah, when, it, we, when, it was, when we opened the the growler, it, it still like, sizzled. It was like, yeah, yeah. And then it still had a head on it. That was unbelievable. That's nice. Yeah. I, the, I wish we had that today. That would have been cool. <laughs> the to, willow like, tree was... Uh, not very good. <laughs> you know, it's one of those, like, became a barley wine, a bad barley wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it, it, I would call it, like, a malt bomb Whoa. and, like, just kind of gross. <laughs> so, did... I, I mean, I... I it was a double IP. The way I remember sense. it is Novocaine replaced willow tree, but it's not, it's not even closely related, right? They had some similarities, but... Uh, because Novocaine's not filtered. It's, it's no, easy. it's just again. It's like what, a, like with the uh, the flocculation of yeast. So it uses a strain that completely like drops out. Like everything just settles, and essentially that cold crash. Once you uh, chill the beer down to 32 degrees, everything just drops to the bottom, okay. and that is essentially. I feel like there's a lot of, like, sometimes, like, the idea of filtration, a lot of the time it's just the type of yeast or the, I mean, also, it'll look hazy if, like, from biotransformation, if you're hopping during fermentation, it will make it hazy as well, but, yeah, not filtered. Yeah. Again, I have no filter right now either. <laughs> I don't think any of us do, to be honest. We've been all over the map today with some of these beers, and luckily so many of them have been so delicious that yeah. like, we haven't really flied off the handle except for the Jay Wakefield collab. This, was, yeah. this might have been my favorite lineup we've done. 
just because oh, yeah, uh, sure. a lot of refreshing, really high quality beers. Throw Delicious. one to shit in, shit, no. shit in, <laughs> <laughs> one to shit that's, on in there. That's, that's, when, that's when you know the beer's bad when you have a, a desire to shit into yeah, the glass. Well, I hate yeah, it. yeah. It's so bad I shit. In yeah, it. I can imagine a toilet full of that beer. Yeah, exactly. If we ran out of water. It's kind of yeah. It wasn't even easy for me to do. <laughs> it's so bad. I got lucky lining up my asshole. I'm good, good aim. <laughs> I learned something today. I'm good at shitting in a tulip. <laughs> I have great spatial awareness. Yeah, for all you beer nerds out there, uh, hide your vaceware. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> one of us might shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll fill that sucker up. You don't want to see that. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and with that, friends, we will call this share to a close. Thank you so much for your time. We well. Did we really cover breast milk and shit in a vase? <laughs>